into like a sports podcast. All right, we're doing now? Well, I don't think it turned oh. into a sports podcast, but we're getting close. Fucking oh, a, fucking bro. Penguins. We're live now, boys. Welcome everyone in the chat. My money is on the hockey town known as Pittsburgh. You know, Rampy. I don't want to kick anybody out of the chat, but you're coming this close already. You just we just got here. Is there a mod in chat, Bannon? What's yeah, up? I don't fellas? like his Rampy guy now. What's up, fellas? Yeah. What's going on? In. So in case anyone doesn't know, it's playoff hockey. I'm a Ranger fan. we got a couple of Ranger fans here. Zuplex is a Ranger fan. Scythe is a Ranger fan. One shot, I don't know if you really give a shit about hockey, but uh, you're going to support us because we're, we're a crew here. So we all, we're all all rooting for the damn Rangers. And uh, it's an That's exciting the Rangers. Game. Who, are they, who are they playing? The Penguins? Yeah, the Penguins. Right, don't say it. Don't, don't say you're rooting for the Penguins. I'm going to kick you out. I'll resize all the cameras when I have to. Well, so we got uh i mean there's honestly a ton a ton a ton of stuff to talk about on top of watching the rangers talk about a train wreck uh this is gonna be a tough uh episode to get through Missed last week. I missed you guys. I just got a little busy, yeah. um, which is fine because I realized it wasn't a ton to talk about last Tuesday. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, suddenly the amount of news that was just coming out. All gates opened. That wasn't the Amber Heard trial, basically. Uh, or they, not the, I'm sorry, the Johnny a, Depp trial. There's been tons of news. They don't have a fucking uh, Twitch desktop app anymore? Uh, I'd be surprised if they didn't. They don't. I just tried to log into it. It says it's not with us anymore. Rampy says, I just like causing chaos and seeing another cup coming home. You're right. If the, cup, if the cup does come home, I'll be very happy. Home to New York. Even though I, I'm not from New York. This referee is beat to shit right now. Yeah. See his face? Yeah. He looks he's like he's been crazy. through it already. So anyway, <laughs> boys. We're going to talk about Moon Knight, episode 5. Halo, episode 6. 4 and 5. What did you say? Oh, 4 and 5. Four and yeah, that's five. true. Yeah, because we missed last week. Yeah. We got Halo, episode uh, 5 and five 6, and technically. Six. And then uh, CinemaCon. But before we get into those, I just wanted to, for anyone who doesn't know, Ozark, the final, these things get confusing now, the final half of the final season just released last Friday, or Friday just passed. It's uh, eight episodes, I believe it is, and it's the end of the whole series. If you have not watched Ozark, but you like Breaking Bad, you like, you know, the whole anti-hero kind of thing, Ozark is a phenomenal show on Netflix and as of Friday, you can watch the entire thing from beginning to end. I highly recommend it. It's a great, great show. Do you guys watch? Yes. Uh, um, I haven't watched the last season yet. I didn't start the second half up. yet. I'm all, so far, I'm, I'm all caught up. I just have to start binge watching. I'm, I'm only two episodes yeah. into this uh, second half so far, and it's already started off a little surprising as far as I'm concerned. But otherwise, I think the show is excellent and very intense. I honestly want to rewatch the the previous season, like the last few episodes of it also because I took so much time away from not watching because I wanted to watch the whole last season as a whole. Right. right. Uh, so I kind of like, honestly, I kind of forgot how it ended. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's, it's definitely the kind of show where if you're not 100% like up to date and clear on what's happening, yeah. you can easily get lost and distracted. So you, you know, I don't blame you for you watching it. We also yeah. have uh, another big show that's coming to an end is uh, better call Saul. I don't know if you guys watched that one. 
But speaking of Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul is a spinoff all about Saul Goodman and the I've, I've series never finale. Cared less started. about a show. Did you like uh, yeah. Breaking Bad though? I loved Breaking Bad, but that's why I didn't want to watch Better Call Saul. Oh man, Breaking Bad was one of my favorite shows. Uh, I watched yeah. two seasons of Better Call Saul and never went back. It's funny. my thing is this: Breaking Bad was a perfect show. Ended perfectly. It, had, it was on for the right amount of time. It never got tired, and it never had a chance to get bad. See, right? so I don't disagree, but I felt that the first two seasons were very slow. They were good, but very slow. And I personally think yeah. Better Call Saul. It, so this is like a, a kind of a, a Catch Twenty Two conundrum kind of thing. I personally think Better Call Saul is a better show than Breaking Bad, beginning to end. However, would I think that if Breaking Bad didn't wasn't as good in the final few seasons, like? Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know that if this was the first show they released that I would love it as much as I do. But the, from the moment the show started, Better Call Saul, I've been 100% uh, just invested. I'm loving yeah. it so much. And this finals, the final season of the entire series uh, has started. It's about four episodes, three or four episodes in. Uh, yesterday may have been episode four. So it's almost done. It's been confirmed that Walter White's making a cameo. Excuse me, Jesse Pinkett's making, making a cameo. Jesse making a cameo, right? Yeah, no one knows how, but they're in it. Yeah. I um, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Batch. That was always his claim to fame. See, my thing was Breaking Bad ended so perfectly that there was no need for any type of spinoffs from it. I don't necessarily disagree. I think when the they first announced Better Call Saul, I was a little iffy about it for that same reason. Yeah. But uh I fell in love right away. I was all I was much more into it than I expected and you know, Vince Gilligan, he's just he knows how to write a show. He just knows how to be oh, he's, top he's, characters. He's like, amazing. So, but, I didn't dislike uh, Saul. It, it, I don't know. It was just one of those things where it's like uh, you kind of fall behind and then you don't pick it back up. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. I, I I didn't really care to go back to it. You know what I mean? And it is it is just like Ozark. It's one of those shows where if you miss an episode or two or even like a season, you can't just kind of jump back in wherever it is. You have to go back and yeah. watch because you're just gonna be lost. Yeah. So, yeah. so those are two big things that are out. And then the other big news or big big thing for this week. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We have made it to the Doctor Strange two week. The premiere was yesterday. Uh-huh. Stay off social media. Let's avoid as many spoilers as we can. I know Scythe, you're going to see it. Zuplex, you said you're going to see it. I'm definitely going to see it with the captain. One shot. You're the you're the final uh, straw here. <laughs> you get you got to tell us. You gonna go see it or not? I'll card. It'll be a mystery. You have to find out. So that means tune that uh, next week. yeah, tune, tune in. For, <laughs> tune in next week when Steve tells us he didn't see it. The big uh, here's the big thing. Next week is the Theater Room Podcast episode forty, and it worked out that I missed last week because next week the big thing for episode forty, the big milestone, is whether or not Steve watched Doctor Strange two in theaters. We're gonna we're gonna find out. The goal is here. We're gonna have to ask him. We're gonna have to ask. Oh wait a minute, Super Tim Tendo. I think he just gave it away. Going with me. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Watch it. Why'd you put it out there, Tim? D- d- damn it, Tim. Now next week. Just ruined everything, Tim. Who's going to tune in next week? Everyone now knows. <laughs> so that means it is. Hey, for the first time, we're all going to go see a movie. We're all going to be able to talk about it. I haven't it. seen any spoilers about it yet, but at the premiere, Maggie was doing an interview, and one of the things she was talking about was – he said, listen, if you've been paying attention and you watch the end of Loki and um, the beginning of, if you watch the end of Loki, if you watched all of, all of WandaVision, the end of Loki, 
And then he said that leads to them breaking the spell in, in Spider-Man No Way Home. I was just going to bring that up. No. I was going to bring that up. No. So, so apparently he confirmed that Peter wasn't the oh. reason Doctor Strange's spell got all screwed up in No Way Home. That it was actually mm-hmm. he who remains dying is what yep. screwed up that spell. So I, I, I guess yeah. the, the thought process and is we that kind, we kind of talked about that when we we're talking about Spider-Man. Like we did bring it up. What? Yeah, like what timeline is all this happening? And it just seems like Wanda, Kang, and uh, No Way Home was just all at the same time, just shit right. happening. Well, Fred, you've been saying for weeks now. You've been saying how Doctor Strange Two is going to kind of not right the ship. That's not that's not really the right phrase, but it's going to no. kind of steer the MCU going forward and kind of give us. Yeah the direction and you know you might be right on the money maybe we find out that the he who remains was keeping the timeline correct and blah blah blah. and when he died we saw all the branching storylines in loki Mm -hmm. and that is actually what happens in no way home not strange just you know doing a random spell for a teenager i think um we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of like loose ends tied up with this fly what's up fly Oh, real quick. Um, Sorry, Zuplex. Uh, Super Tim Tendo, uh, he says he's canceling his date with you uh, one shot. So I guess <laughs> I guess you got to find a way to go to another, if uh, I jump go, go to another show. play Splitgate tonight. <laughs> oh, you'll win, his heart, you'll win his heart back again? Sorry, Zuplex. Oh, okay. What were you saying? Um, yeah, so I was just saying that I think this is going to tie up a bunch of loose ends and um, give us an idea of where they're heading going forward, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and... Um, I know we were going to talk about it, but I kind of feel like it should be mentioned now. Um, the the Ant-Man moving up right. in scheduling is going to play nice for Doctor Strange because it's going to kind of... Because Quantum is going to be like the closure of what's weird, weirdly happening with the multiverse. That's, right? what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I think also. Kinda, that's exactly what I think so. Too. I think uh, it's almost like yeah. we're done with Kang by the end of Quantum and then we move on to the next... You know, whatever the next right. long storyline is going to be. I mean, that's, that's that's just my guess. But now let me ask you this question. Yeah. And this is like, do we think this depends on how much credit we want to give Feige? Did they plan to reshuffle the schedule between Ant Man and Captain Marvel two? Um, Probably like a long time ago to just wait until now to change it, or was it literally a last minute thing? Like where they're like, oh well, something will happen behind the scenes. Let's just switch those. I think they're dates. having way more problems with Wakanda forever than they ever anticipated. Well, that's possible. That's so possible. They have to do it. Uh, the they had to fill, I think they're going to push Wakanda forever back. Right. I just think they haven't announced it yet. And, and so, it'll kind of fill that. So they're that anticipating gap. issues with Wakanda 2 or Black Panther 2. Yeah. Well, when, when was that supposed to come out? 2023 originally. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's that. I mean, I can't see that not getting pushed back to 2024 at the earliest. So I, but see, I feel like I give Kevin Feige a lot of credit and I feel like. You know, he, maybe certain characters or cameos or whatever he didn't want to give away that are going to sort of tie in Ant Man three. So he was like, "Let's you know release, say we're going to release it on whatever day, but just before the movie comes, Doctor Strange two comes out, we'll kind of re- reshuffle things, put us in the headlines, and yeah. you know, kind of tie it in together a little bit." I mean, Feige's good at thinking on his feet too. So I mean, right. I, I wouldn't be right. surprised if like they were having massive issues with. Kind of forever, and he's like, "All right, let's move Ant Man up. Let's try and find a way to make this all fit." And came up with a a, a better way of of doing all this. They also may have just looked at it and been like, "Listen, this makes more sense if we move Ant Man here." Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, 
That's what I'm thinking more like this will like close the phase. If you want to call it that. It's possible. Cuz like in, in, honestly with you know the Marvels like what what was what was that going to contribute? Yeah, I, I don't know. With, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm hoping like, it's a bigger it's a bigger movie than a better movie. Anything about that movie so I have no idea. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be more cosmic. Um and uh, that'll tie into, you know, Guardians and everything else after that. So it makes most sense to flip it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, listen, I don't know which way they're going with all this, but I'm excited to uh, take the yeah. ride, as it were. I, do I think Thor is going to be a lot bigger for the um, overall story than anybody's anticipating. I, yeah. do, I do hope that Captain Marvel 2 ends up being... I agree with that. Not, not a bigger deal. I mean, the first one was a bigger deal, was a decent deal because it introduced the strongest uh, hero, I guess. But it, it just didn't feel like it was necessary at the time. And I'm hoping that Captain Marvel strongest. two feels necessary. <laughs> well, according to him, he's he the strongest. On his hat. He wrote it on the hat. He's the strongest Avenger. <laughs> I think. Um, I think Thor introduces us to the next big bad of the Marvel universe. I think Kang's the red herring. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, I, see, now I feel like Thor is not going to necessarily introduce us. It's just going to give us some breadcrumbs that will lead to the next big, big bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it'll oh, be the possible. start of, of, of where we go. You know what I mean? I think a backdoor deal is made with Sony, and we're getting null. Well, I think we're definitely going to get null. I, I think that's going to come down at some point, whether it's in Thor: Love and Thunder, like like an after credit scene, or maybe just for the next Thor movie yeah. or something. But I think we're going to get null at some point. It kind of like there's a lot of signs that point to it, you know. Exactly. Um, I think me, me and Fred were watching a. Uh, <clears throat> we did that video on um, a review of uh, the Thor trailer, and he was. More and more of it's leading towards null, in my opinion. I'm curious. Oh, it seems that way. It's it's hard, right? Because I'm I want to be focused 100 on Doctor Strange too, but there's so many things coming out and coming out quickly yeah. that it's like hard to stay focused on just one thing. No, no. Well, we're, we're talking about we're we're not sure about the legality of like if null actually falls under Sony's purview. Well. So the, here's the thing. If it's um wait under Sony's, oh yeah, I guess it would fall under Sony's. If if Sony's involved, think, then they'll work it does. out. But if if they're involved, no wasn't created. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say if they'll if they'll if it's if Sony's involved, they'll work it out with Marvel. We know they will. They clearly see how lucrative yeah. it can be with that kind of deal. Um, if it's anyone else, then maybe it could be a problem. But really, who else is even in the game now with Marvel? I know. Uh, I think Universal still owns Universal. technically the rights to Hulk, but otherwise. Yeah. Everything else is under Marvel, so I don't know that we have to really worry so much about that. I do think, though, uh, from what I heard about how bad Morbius is, and I haven't seen it yet, and I kind of I'm just gonna wait till it's free. Um, <laughs> at, at what point does Sony finally say, you know what, Marvel, like here, just do whatever you want, uh, you know, give us a little portion of, of the money? That. They should, no, though, because they have Spider Man, as long as they have Spider Man, but they don't have Spider Man. Oh. They do. They though. do. I don't they believe do. it. I don't. I don't see it. They that do. Way. They have Spider Man, and they they know they have Spider Man, and they can literally make these massive deals with Disney every couple of years to be like, 
do you want do you want to still keep using Spider-Man? Pay us a buttload of money. So what you're telling me production. What you're trying to tell me is that they purposely make Morbius and Venom suck so that when Spider-Man <laughs> contract comes up, they no, can be like, well, we'll no, ruin him too. Is, we'll ruin him what too. What we're saying is they have Spider-Man and it doesn't matter if it's <laughs> <or not. laughs> that's that's what we're saying. Fucking like, listen, make it. I'm sure they tried really hard. No, I think they're just not as good at this as as Disney is, obviously. And at the end of the day, but they still they still have the money train. Yeah, money train yeah. is Spider-Man. Spider-Man consistently is the highest grossing superhero of all time. When it comes to movies, right? do you so, think uh, we get a surprise uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man three? Do you know that happens? No, but it's not um, like we're getting a Spider-Man four because Sam Raimi wants to do it. Yeah, well, he Obi said he said he's he's open board. to doing it, but he doesn't have any like he doesn't have any treatments for it. He hasn't like tried to work on it or anything like that. So yeah, you know, because he's he's just wrapping up, you know, Strange and dealing with all that. Rampy uh, just said in the chat, "I just put fifty down on the pens." And for Sid the Kid to go off on the second period. Yo, second period's guy. over. What are you talking about? One in the third period, Rampy. Pay attention. Yeah. You're way behind, bro. Way behind. <laughs> and we don't call him Sid the Kid in the Theater Room podcast. We call him Cry Baby Crosby. Yeah. And he's not a yeah. kid anymore. He's 47. Stop it. <laughs> and, st- yeah. and still crying. Yeah, yeah he's way past kid age. He's still this guy kid. He still throws tantrums. Someone's skating near me. He was Sid the Kid when he was 18. Now he's Sid the Grandpa. Um, <laughs> anyway, all right, go ahead. Back to the nerd talk. <laughs> don't get me, don't get me like started here. Yeah, um, I, I can't with Crosby. I can't. <laughs> so I think, uh, listen, Sony owns the rights to Spider Man. They have to make Marvel has to make deals with them to to even like get the ability to put out another Tom Holland picture. So it's going to be the thing about Null is Null wasn't created until 2018. Right. Yeah. He's right. technically not a Spider-Man villain unless right. they own the umbrella of symbiotes, like anything that's a symbiote they own. I mean that's that's going to be the question, right? I, I feel like that is so, what uh what, how it'll end up being, you know, in legal terms that's how it'll end up being uh worded. Yeah. I mean I I just don't know. So cuz that contract was written so long ago, you know, I don't know if it, it if it even included any future Spider-Man villains. Right. No, so speaking of Spider-Man no. villains, uh, they announced uh, Venom three. So there's another pile of trash I can just uh, throw in the garbage. <laughs> Unless they recast, well, no, they can keep Tom Hardy. They just kind of reboot the entire thing with somebody who knows about Venom and how to make him cool. So, what do we? What do you think? You think we're gonna get Toxin? Kind of teased him at the end of Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna get Carnage because you know why would they do him justice? Um, I think we are going to get, though, I will say, I don't know what villain they're going to do. They did tease Toxin, but I think what we're going to get finally, which would make me interested in seeing it, is a Spider-Man interaction with Venom. I think we're finally going to get something somehow, whether it's Miles Morales, Andrew Garfield, maybe they borrow Tom Holland, who knows. Um, I think we're finally going to get to see the two of them on screen together. In live well, we already know that him and Tom Holland aren't in the same universe. Yeah, it's but be again, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, but after Doctor Strange, after Quantumania, I mean, they could, they could. I mean, listen. You know that the Venom, the Venom from yeah. Toby's movies was the kid from that '70s show, and he was terrible. Yeah. Well, maybe, um, maybe to your yeah, point, it's, um, it's Andrew Garfield. Maybe to your point, Scythe, it's uh, Tobey Maguire comes back for Spider-Man Four, but it, you know, maybe Venom Three is the return of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Maybe that's how they bring him back. Maybe. You know, just because that's been in the headlines. So you know, generally. With the way I, I uh, think, it works, there's got to be a reason for it. 
I think we're gonna see both Toby and Andrew get <laughs> their own Spider-Man movies. I think they're gonna close their trilogy or series or whatever you want to call it. I mean, they might. Uh, I would. I would be more I, interested. I would see Andrew back. I, I mm-hmm. don't necessarily know if I want to see another Tobey Maguire full Spider-Man right. movie. No, I kind of agree with um, that. I kind of agree I, with that. I feel like his his trilogy was there. It was good. Like everybody talks about Spider-Man too. Like it's one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. You no, know? so it's kind of like he did his thing. Leave that right. Yeah, leave that where it is. Type of thing. I do think what we need to get is whether it's Andrew. I, I almost would prefer Andrew Garfield because I feel like his character has more story to tell. Excuse me, but uh, I do think they need to bring Miles Morales in. So whatever the next they do with oh, Spider Man, aside from the MCU, whatever they do with Spider Man, Sony does. They need to at least give us the breadcrumbs, give us an introduction to Miles Morales, give him his origin and his powers, and then maybe he could be the one who interacts with Venom down the line. You know what I mean? But, I mean Miles Miles exists in the MCU. We just haven't seen him yet. Well, his uncle exists, right? I know he said he's got a nephew, but you know, we have, we didn't ever got a name he, drop around. He like said that. his yeah, he did, yeah, he did. Miles, yeah. Yes, when, he did. When did he say Miles? When he called him on the phone. When who Who's called? He talked, him? he talked to him on the phone. I'm pretty sure. I'll double check. Hold on. I'm, I'm like almost guaranteed. I'm going to challenge that. I could be wrong, but I want to challenge. He it. said Miles. Let's see. I don't Is think there a Miles Morales name drop in the MCU? That's how I search on Google. I type. Well, out who was the guy? Was it Glover? Yeah, Donald Glover. It was, was Donald Glover. Was, he was, was playing Prowler. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure he name drops his nephew Miles. No, in a deleted scene from the movie, he name drops him. That's what it was. Yeah, and in the theatrical version, he didn't name drop him. There's a deleted scene where he's trying to take the web off his hand, and he calls his nephew. That's where he name drops him. So does that count? I don't know. At this point, I feel like deleted scenes are such a big part of the overall MCU. Yeah, anyway, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would say it counts. I say counted. I was wrong. It, he name dropped him. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll concede. They shot it with the intention of it counting and then scrapped yeah. it last second. Yeah, so. but every every movie does that. In uh, I Am Legend, they shot the the good ending with the intention of it counting, and then they scrapped it for the shit ending. It uh, this, yeah. that's commonplace. So um, I think. Listen, everything's got to lead towards Miles, right? It's going to be the biggest Spider-Man movie of all time. Everybody that's that's going to be huge. I think that's going to be huge. Honestly, mm-hmm. that be might massive. be uh, that might so, top No Way Home. I don't think Sony is gonna go ahead and do it. I think they're going to let Marvel take care of it. I think they're going to cut a new deal with Marvel. Listen, we'll let you make the Miles movie. Blah 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 blah. I mean, Just I'd be all for that because. Honestly, if it's done by Sony, I really worry about it. Yeah. No, I am all for it. I can see them introducing Miles on the Sony side if they did go with the Toby um, Spider-Man 4 and have old man Peter Parker training Miles. I could see that. You could do that, but you but you can also have uh, Andrew Garfield's veteran Peter Parker training uh, uh, Miles Morales. I mean, if you look at the the yeah, Spider-Man I mean, I games, yeah. you know, uh, Zuplex and One Shot, you guys can kind of cl- you know earmuffs because Scythe and I have PS5s. If you play the Spider-Man games, that Spider-Man is not like an old guy. You know what I mean? He's a young guy, just been doing it for a bunch of years, and he trains Miles Morales. So you can easily yeah. do that in the, uh, in the with the movies with the Andrew Garfield side. I mean, right. there's so many different Zuplex and One Shot. You can come back in the conversation this? now. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks. No problem. Thanks. 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 
Um, there's so many different ways they can go with all this because you, you know we know that they're they've talked about doing Madam Web, um, but Spider Gwen, I mean Spider Gwen is a huge character, right, right, uh, uh, a know. hugely popular character that that I think that they're going to have to go forward with at some point also. Right. You know, she's another one that they had. They do have to introduce. I mean, she deserves. She's popular enough where she deserves her spot. She deserves I would a lot like of them conversion. to keep uh, Emma Stone. I thought she was awesome as one. She was excellent, but again, um, they, they could bring her back, right? I mean, listen, it's a multiverse thing. They she was awesome as as Gwen Stacy. I don't know if she'd be a good Spider Gwen, to be honest with you. But why, why not? Pull it off. I think she would. I think I she know. could pull it off. They, I mean, she could definitely pull it off. But you know, who knows? They haven't made any kind of allusions to that, so you know, Can't we still... be any worse than Brie Larson. <laughs> that is true. I mean, is, is, is that really the bar fast. that we're using? I mean, you can only go up from there. <laughs> now, could she be better than Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? I don't, I don't think so. Who's writing the script? That's, see, now that's that's the key right there, right? Who's the one controlling the character? Rampy just says, uh, "Think that would include the characters' format." Netflix, a Spider-Man movie, or standalone movies? I'm not sure what he's trying to say there. Clarify, Rampy. Clarify. A Netflix Spider-Man movie? You mean like would a, never happen. You mean like Sony movies? Uh, oh, well, I guess because the Spider-Man movies generally go to Netflix first. So maybe a, a Netflix comes into the deal somehow and has like exclusive rights to certain movies. I don't think they would ever put a Spider-Man movie out to streaming before a theater release. Yeah, I don't think so Absolutely either. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't think so either. It, it, it doesn't matter the character. a billion dollars away. Right. Yeah. right. It I said it a couple weeks ago. Your, your top three theater draws are always Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. It will always make money, no matter how good or bad the movie is. Look, Batman and Robin made money. It was a, a heaping pile of dog shit, and it made money. You're Everybody wants to go see it. Just to put That's it in perspective, like, just to put it in perspective, the Batman movie that included Robin finally, but also included Robin nipples on his outfit, made money. Was considered a success by yeah. Hollywood studios. It, that movie was entertaining. It wasn't the. It, it is was entertaining. Not a good movie, but it was entertaining. It's it's it was worth going and see it in theaters by yeah. to watch him dry clothes with martial arts. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Wait, no, that's the, the wrong one. Clothes with martial arts is Everybody so freeze. That was Batman Forever, actually. I, I, I got my movies mixed up. Yeah, yeah, because in Batman and Robin, he's already Robin, so he, he dries the clothes. That that impressed oh, Alfred enough to yeah, go, okay, Batman I'll make Robin. him a suit. Was that Poison Ivy? Was that she Batman that Forever? Yeah, that, that was a uh, Poison Ivy. And so uh, Batman Forever made three hundred and thirty-six million. That's nuts, man. That is nuts. Three hundred thirty-six million. That was po- Poison Ivy. Batman and Robin was Poison one. Ivy. Batman and Robin yeah. was Poison Ivy, the worst version of Bane I've ever seen in my life. And uh, Batman Forever. Mr. Batman Freeze. and Robin made. So that was a flop. Well, yeah. That's $190 million. That's, that's why they stopped making movies for Batman until Christopher Nolan said, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh, no, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We do it. $238 million. So it still made money. It was considered a flop, and it still made money. I wonder what the budget on that one was. Speaking of Batman, speaking of Batman, one of the other announcements from CinemaCon, especially back then, their their budget was nowhere yeah. near. Well, nowhere that's near. the thing is they had a budget of 160 million on that movie. Yeah, that's why it was a flop. But now we got the Batman Two coming out, not coming out. I mean, just announced, so they're they're doing it. 
Do we think they're going uh, quarter battles on Batman too? Is that is quarter that or hush? Or hush? They're going to do the quarter Robins. It's going to be a Robin verse. <laughs> <laughs> as long as one of them is Nightwing, I'll be happy then. Finally. <laughs> I will tell you this, if they did do Court of Owls, that does get us one step closer to Nightwing. Oh, the Court of Owls, the Court of Owls storyline had a lot to do with Dick Grayson. I'm I've given up on the idea of getting any other character besides Batman. Apparently he's the only hero DC knows how to do. So it's just gonna be more and more Batman. I've rewatched Batman, by the way. I mean, yeah, not, Robin was dead in the Snyderverse. Not to go, uh, I know that they just don't like Robin. Not to go on a DC tangent, but I rewatched Batman now that it's on HBO HBO Max, and uh, I think second watching. I, I definitely, uh, um, it's just as boring as it was in the theater. I was just, I was. <laughs> I mean, listen, I like I it. Still haven't watched it. Oh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, come, come on, on bro, come on, bro. Well, at least you're gonna see Doctor Strange. At least you'll keep start with Doctor Strange. You can see that. You keep up with us from then on. You just stay. You keep up with us. You watch everything we watch. Depends on what it is. No, listen. I like the Batman. I like a lot about it. I just, I just find myself bored. It's just too slow. Every scene just lingers a little too long for me. But you know, we'll anyway. No, like, I've rewatched it a few times since it's been uh, on HBO Max. It's still, it bothered me when I saw it in the theaters. And I don't think I got a chance to like say it during our, our nine hour podcast about this movie, but there are far too many like weird close up slow mo shots of Robert Pattinson when he does something heroic. <laughs> yeah, like they're really trying to like, s- sell the idea that like, uh, I don't know. I don't know weird. what they were thinking with that. And it's, it's, it's one of the things that just like, I remember in the theater watching it and just being like, why? Why? Why are we? Why are we closing in on his face right now? <laughs> it was like uh, it was like it specific camera shots to make it look uh, artsy. Yeah. they were going. Yeah, for, they yeah, were going yeah. for an Oscar there. Could have easily shaved 20, 25 minutes from the movie, and it would have felt. Yeah, one hundred percent. I really feel 100%. like I really feel like if they if they did shave fifteen to twenty minutes at least, the pacing would have picked up so much, and I don't think any of the boring moments would have hit as much for me. Yeah, you know. But you know, I th- but I personally, and this is just my opinion. I'm fully aware of this because I've gotten into plenty of arguments about this. I'm I want a more campy co- uh, Batman. I want to kind of go back to the comic-y. Not everything needs to be grounded in reality. You know, I'm a fan of the MCU for a reason, so I want Batman to kind of go in that direction. You know, but I, you know, I'll take what we can get. And I do feel like, I, like I said before, I do feel like the Batman was a phenomenal start to this new trilogy of movies. And I I do feel like the next one, the sequel. Really has the potential to 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 actually dethrone uh, the Dark Knight as the best Batman movie, with yeah, Court of Owls I, and whatever I, they do, you know. Awesome. I have a funny feeling that if if now that now the Discovery has in house over there and they're that's they're the kicker, man. I think that um, restart an entire DC universe around this Batman. I think it's the right move. To be honest, with I agree. I agree, and that that's actually the other big uh, thing that I want. One of the other big things I wanted to talk about this week was Discovery. You know, they're le- making their presence felt. You know, Legends of Tomorrow yeah. already canceled, Batwoman already canceled. But they announced Batman Two, and I know we all know. Oh, I lost somebody. Oh, Steve dropped. Oh, I gotta fix the cameras then. Let me fix the cameras. Um, He's but like gone, gone. Maybe his internet went went out. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I told you. I told you, boys, a few weeks ago. Watch Discovery. They're gonna shake things up. And yeah, I, I knew they were. They didn't. They extent, didn't wait. I was like, wow. 
They didn't. They didn't. Wait I was at all. talking about the CW stuff to be honest with you because yeah, they're, they're... As terrible as those shows are. Now, um, they're mo- they make money. They're the only thing working. Yeah, they they yeah, bring yeah. people to the chat to the uh, the network. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know a lot of people still watch those shows and watch them religiously. The crazy still, thing I is, still watch the Flash. The Flash is still good to me. Legends the version, just version of Flash. Gold. What? What did you say? Legends just debuted Booster Gold this season. Yeah, <laughs> they shit can the whole thing. <laughs> I am hoping that they at least give Legends a real send off. Maybe they give it like a, a CW major CW movie. Oh come on, yeah. man! I just resized cameras and now he's back. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Let me. Uh, I gotta get back in. Think. Um, honestly, as as good as those CW shows started off, think they went far too. I don't know what it is. It's just something about them that they they just stopped working after a while. You know, right. even though I love the Flash, like the Flash show was amazing. Grant Gustin, I think, is. The best flash we've ever seen on on screen yep. um but even even that show like after like season five it's just like all right barry how are you gonna change the t- the future this time you right. know what i mean like it, right. it became very like what's you know you know what um what made me tired of it what made me get get tired of the flash is you know he's like oh we can never change mess with time again because it you know, screws you up, and and there's always these consequences. And then every season, he just messes with time willy nilly, like it's no big deal, because yeah. you know he's found some sort of justification for it. What he does, they took some swings that is, on that, that show, is what the man. Flash like, does, though, right? I mean, that's that's kind of his. They goal. brought in Gorilla Grodd. They brought in King Shark. They brought in like yeah, they and they did, they did it well. They did it well. No, absolutely. And I would argue, absolutely. I would argue, they probably have the best version of of Gorilla Grodd and King Shark. I mean, it looks really good on the show for that for the budget they have. The storylines are always really good. They use them in a way where it's entertaining. It's not so serious. You know. Yeah. They give us the best. Wait, what flash, happened? Um, Damn it! You guys hear me? Damn it, Steve! Yeah, I hear you. Damn my it. shit crashed. Freaking messed up my whole shit. <laughs> Talk about a train wreck, man. Train wreck the podcast. <laughs> My shit crashed. So. Anyone, anyone listening, uh, keep an eye out for Trainwreck merch. Uh, we're we're going to get it. We're gonna yeah, get it done. I've been saying it for weeks. Uh, I got to get on it. We're going to get it done. My apologies. Um, yeah, so, I mean, this, but the CW shows after Arrow... Excuse me. Um, once you get past Arrow and Flash, everything else after that was kind of like... Yeah. This is what we're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I see, what I liked about Legends is they didn't care. They went for it. They didn't care how silly yeah. or dumb it might have looked or seemed. They went for it, and I, I respected that. Like, 100%. I respected it, but it seemed and I knew, silly. Yeah, what? What did you say? I, I respected it, but it was really silly and really dumb. Specifically, at times, my, my favorite finale. A lot of good things. My favorite finale was when uh, I think it was the first season that they had Constantine with Legends. I want to say at the end, the finale of that season, he they had Bebo or whatever that big blue stuffed bear, yeah. you know, it turns into like a kaiju and fights some big demon or something yeah. like that. That's when it's like you know, like the show knows what it wants to be and and what we expect mm-hmm. out of the show. I'll tell you right now, like Constantine's a perfect example. Like that was a show that wasn't on the CW, it was on NBC. And if you ever watch, have you ever watched that first season? Of I watched it. It's amazing. Excellent show. It's good. So underrated. It's amazing. 
It was so underrated. Nobody watched like, it. They canceled it after eight episodes. I was like, this is nuts. But I, but I feel like nobody watched it because the marketing didn't do a good job of really giving you an idea of what like, to yeah. expect. They made you think yeah. it was like a CW superhero show, and it really wasn't. It was much different. Yeah. But it was it was kind of a breath of fresh air. I mean, the character was it was. I'm glad they brought him. Very back different. He was great. Absolutely, and he's a good actor. I'm saying. And I think he's getting a, an animated. Isn't he getting an animated show or something like that? Like something like made for Paramount Plus or whatever. Like they're bringing the the voice act the, the sure. actor back to do the voice. I, I got to double check that. But... One of those characters that they could build an entire franchise around that character. Yeah, talk about talk about a shared universe waiting to happen. You can yeah. you can explode off Constantine. Hundred percent. Make him the center of your Dark Avengers. Not Dark Avengers. Uh, Dark Justice Justice League Dark. They call yeah. it. Um. Your Justice League Dark, uh, oh, franchise. You know what I mean? Like, he's the linchpin for it all. Yeah. yeah. You, then you could bring in Zatanna. You could bring in Swamp Thing. You could bring in. See, that would be a good. You know, see, that'd be something I'd be excited to see. It's different, and it would help kind of separate the DCEU from the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. But I guess we gotta stop calling it DCEU, right? If Discovery wants to kind of reboot yeah. it and they want to use Batman as like the they're, template, they're to go looking forward. for their their Feige is what they're doing right now, right? Which is what they've sorely, sorely missed. I mean, I guess they tried it with Zack Schneider. Um, Warner Brothers did anyway. And uh, they just kind of chose the wrong guy to really oversee everything. But I don't know if Zack Schneider was really the guy. No, I don't think it was him. He was. was. Jeff, Jeff Johns or something like that? Well, it started off John with Zack Schneider. Because with Batman of Steel, remember, they uh, that did so well that they wanted Zack Schneider to kind of oversee the DCEU going forward. Yeah. And that's why yeah. basically every movie when he was in charge is gray and very slow and, you know, overly dramatic and everyone's brooding and upset. And then uh, they said, well, we're going to screw it up. And, you know, unfortunately, he had to deal with the tragedy. So they had brought in Jeff Johns. You're, you're right about that. They had brought in Jeff Johns because yeah. they wanted At somebody point, from, yeah. from the comic universe to, like, kind of oversee things. But the problem is, and this is something that's been going for years and years and years with Warner Brothers, when it comes to their their their, their relationship with DC Comics, is that they overly produce everything. Yes, like, I, 100%. You know, they um they they have to try and like overproduce these comic book stories to a point where it's just like okay, like if, there's a very funny um if you ever hear Kevin Smith tell the story about when he went in to start writing for Superman Lives. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, I know this. And like he talks about how like Jonathan Peters was sitting there like, all right, there's got to be a big spider and there's got to be this. And there's gotta, I don't want to see him in the cape. I don't want to see him fly. And it's like, dude, have you ever read a Superman comic? Yeah. What are you talking about? But like that's how Warner Brothers has always been where it's just like, you know, it would be cool if we did this. And all the comic book community is like, well, yeah, but that's not that like character. What, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, Well, the DCU no. leading like all yeah. the way through Justice League – you can just you can smell Warner Brothers putting their fingers on everything that they shouldn't have, yeah. and you know decisions like Doomsday being in the second Sp- Superman movie when he's also facing Batman, you know shoehorning yeah. in Wonder Woman and Aquaman and all these intros like you could just feel that they were just like we need money we need the money one need time money, so. one time they really didn't put their fingers into stuff except for the first one was the Nolan verse right they let Christopher Nolan ro- roll with it. Right. You know, besides Batman Begins, because Batman Begins reeked of Warner Brothers shit that they threw in there, you know, right. like the whole point, the whole part when he's like controlling bats with Echo Sonar, 
Yeah. That, yeah. that was definitely like a Warner Brothers. Like, he's got to control bats. He's Batman. Some executive yeah. who's like, you know, it'd be really cool. It'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, if he exactly. Bats. Exactly. You know that that came from Sony, uh, from uh, Warner Brothers. You know, but for the most part, they let Christopher Nolan deliver us a trilogy that everybody loves, even though it's the most un Batman trilogy of all time. Yeah. Well, it's true. That's no. true. You can't argue that one. It was entertaining. It was they were good movies. Like Rampy, don't get me wrong. Rampy says in the chat, DC needs to stick to the animated shows and movies, which isn't a bad point because uh, their animated stuff is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've always kind of outpaced they let, they let the mostly Marvel. comic book creators handle all that stuff, which yeah. is why their their animated stuff is so much better than everything else. Wait, are you, you know? you're telling me live that? action? They just can't rush it and let somebody who knows and cares about the damn characters. So you're saying that if they let somebody who knows the characters handle these things, yeah, it would right, actually that's work? It. That's you're, it. You're nuts. You're nuts. Speaking of, uh, speaking of... Discovery uh, seems to think so, too, though. Speaking of people who know the characters, uh, did you guys watch Halo Episode 5 and 6? Absolutely loved Episode 5. Horrible segue. Uh, episode 5. was I See, I... I <laughs> I didn't uh I wouldn't say I loved episode five. I did like the last, you know, whatever, fifteen minutes of episode five. But uh episode six yeah. I thought was really good. So just to, as like a quick recap, episode oh, five ends yeah. with a massive battle with Covenant that and battle awesome. And yeah, and, and, and Spartans and UNSC and you got Banshees, the Needler. We finally yeah. see that in action. We got Grunts. We got uh, the um, is dope. who's the, the what's brute. the big guy the brute I mean brute. some massive battle we got a lot of Hijacking kind of character the development and it was leading yeah. it into the oh man For, like it was, I, it was absolutely amazing like they like the fact that they can do that but they give us eight other episodes of just utter crap that's a problem um, that that's that's a, a ma- that's a major major problem they like no, no I'm not I saying, will say this I'm not saying every episode needs to have a big battle scene like that because then you know it becomes a little too much I guess but. You can't give us, you know, the first 20 minutes is a big battle scene. And then five episodes later, the last 20 minutes of the fifth episode is another battle scene. Everything else is Quahan wasting our time on that freaking. Yeah, that was the worst part of the episode. Oh, by far. By far. Fucking tantrum in the goddamn desert. Wasted so much time on that. What what bothered you? They are so (laughs) determined to have this dude not wear this helmet. It's insane. Yeah. He finally puts the helmet back on. He gets in the battle, and then we have to have a close-up of his face in the helmet. Yeah. No, you know, you know what irritates me, and it's I kind of laugh at because I know it's irritating you guys even more. Is like the close-up of him holding the helmet. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, I, we talked about that. Steve and I had, like, we mentioned it every single time. I really feel like it's the the producers or somebody on the show is like, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna piss everybody off. And we're gonna we're gonna tell him all to kiss our asses by holding the helmet, having him hold it. Yeah. And we're always gonna zoom in so you see his ass and the helmet right next to it. It's a metaphor. Yeah. It's- hey, hey, this this was a good scene, but make sure you zoom in on the helmet because people love the listen, helmet. Listen, during the battle scene, he's got the helmet on, right? We still want to see his face. So zoom in inside the helmet and do the Tony Stark thing. <laughs> right. But I wouldn't even hate that. We can't just show the helmet. Like I, no, I, no, I, no, I didn't yeah. hate it either. If they didn't, if they did that from the beginning, instead of instead of taking the helmet off, if they did that, the Tony Stark thing where you see the face with the HUD or whatever, then fine, I would take it. You know, leave the helmet on. We can see his face. If you, if you need to show your face to fucking act, I would take it. But the fact that he keeps taking it off, and then when he finally has it on, they still zoom in to show his face. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, apparently, he needs to show his ass to act too. So <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I'm so tired of it, man. I'm telling you. Like, I was so happy during that battle scene. I was like, yes, this is what we've been waiting for. They did more first-person stuff where they were, like, showing the gun and, and the first-person shooting, and they had the sounds right. And I was like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Then it cuts to his face inside that helmet. I was like, motherfucker. Come on, man. <laughs> they really, they really, why? in episode five, they really reminded us what, what the show can be with that with the mm-hmm. with the big battle at the end but uh rampy says in episode five was it. what i wanted to see in a halo show due to the battle and then he says i just want sergeant johnson in the show due to him being chief's best friend in the covenant war i mean don't hold your breath because <laughs> we're not gonna get much more of that i, I think that's what we, i think that's we what see keys 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 took over. I, think, I think they're using keys as keys, the sergeant yeah. johnson role that, that's what it feels mm-hmm. like that's what it feels like. I do yeah, think. We um, stop, stop calling him Master Chief because they've named him, and they're very, very particular in making sure that we always call him John. Yeah, yeah. No, Master Chief doesn't mean I, it means nothing. You know what bothered me? What? Um, because it doesn't make sense from a military aspect, and I could be wrong because I wasn't in military, but calling him Master Chief Petty Officer that just didn't make sense to me. Is that his ranking though in the games? Is he a, a petty officer? I really don't even know. I, you know, I don't know like the games a, as Master well. Master Chief is a rank. Like, why would hey, you he should know something about this? But why would Master Chief Petty Officer be his rank? It's just weird. I mean, his acting it, did improve. It sounded in episode so six. strange to me. And I did. Did you guys notice though? In episode six, they didn't give us Kwa Han. They gave us one little scene for whatever reason where we needed to see her at least once. I don't even but remember her being in episode six. Literally, when he goes into the, into the ship and he's checking his health, he has a quick vision of her complaining or doing whatever Kwa Han does, uh, and that's it. Though it's like literally two seconds, and we don't see her the rest of the show. Soft, and the pacing on episode six was almost flawless without an action scene. It was just a good episode. Yeah, Finally. it was a good episode. It's sure. boring as hell to me. I was, I was out of it again. See, uh, yeah. see for, me, for me, it was interesting. I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, I, I just, you lost me again. As soon as you it, started with, like, the... It, it was, was a good filler episode. I'll tell you what, though. So what pisses you off more? Because Steve and I pointed this out when we watched episode six. What pisses you off more? The helmet coming off constantly or him holding it next to himself and all that shit? Or the fact that they finally got onto Halo, Master Chief or John and that other chick land on Halo or, or you know, imagine themselves on Halo or whatever, and they don't even give us a hint of the Halo theme. They gave us a hint of it a few times yeah, that in previous episodes, but they're there. They I showed like us the they Halo. Tried, though. They, I, they tried, though. They tried. They didn't try shit. Not in this episode. I didn't catch even <laughs> even a, a one little note. Steve and I were like, what? How do you not do that? <laughs> they fucking blue balled yeah. the shit out of everybody. Yeah. By giving us little fucking keys here and there, but didn't do the yeah. actual theme when they had the yeah. opportunity to do it. Agreed. It's, I, I, I will say, it. this is the first time they had two episodes back, in my opinion, two episodes back to back that I weren't the like, I didn't absolutely hate. You know what I mean? Episode five yeah. and six yeah. ended like strong for me. Episode six ended strong for me, but like the whole first half of that episode, honestly, I don't care. I like, I just, nothing, nothing about this character development that they've done with master chief is making me care about like wanting to see his backstory or wanting to see like where he can i want to see him kill grunts yeah right master sure. chief. stop being john start being master chief yes yeah. let's get at it you don't like, I I, like i'm just yeah, i agree with that one thing i don't I'm agree just, with, I, what i what i think what annoys me is this could just be my own thing though what annoys me too on top of the fact that uh he doesn't wear the helmet as much as he should is when he takes the armor like partially off 
where like the green part is gone. He's just wearing like a black ninja suit. I, I don't yeah. I don't get that. Put him in civilian clothes then. Why, like it's like you're teasing us. Wow, what a save. Sorry. It's all right. He's in he's in the that black like exoskeleton more than he's in the actual Master Chief armor, and I just don't understand it. Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense either. Like nothing about this show makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like they can't decide whether they want them to be like a space marine show or Halo. No. Well, at least uh, I think the only solid factor in the show is Cortana, because yeah, it's actually she's Cortana. Good. I like Cortana. Actually, yeah. she's been very good. I'll, I'll agree. She's with been that. good like, and consistent. Like Cortana. The way they introduced her, the way they've given us her kind of, I guess, origin story, or whatever, and then also this build up to her being like bonding with with you know uh, uh, John is uh, really well done, honestly. And and I really. You told me not to call him Master Chief. I won't do it. I know. I just it's so bothersome that he they like because it it doesn't. Okay, so the the thing that bothers me the most about this John situation is this is like he's Master Chief. Everybody knows him as Master Chief. He's never had a name. We've always called him Master Chief, right? And like you name him, but not only that, but he still has the number, right? You go between calling him Master Chief, the number, and John. And they petty want officer. him to be this, yeah, Petty Officer John Master Chief 117. <laughs> Rampia says that Keys ain't it, though. He died in the first game, and yes, Master Chief Petty Officer was his rank in the games. And then he says they need to do they need to do it like the games with them leaving Reach and making a random slip space jump due to being attacked by the Covenant. Which I guess they're it seems like they're getting they're building to that. We're obviously gonna get they're gonna land on Halo by the finale. I don't think it's gonna happen before then. Um, I, I would assume we're going to get one more battle scene in like the finale of the show, I maybe the first so. half, um, hopefully yeah, a nice would... decent one, you know? Um, but otherwise there's not, there's not a lot to love about the show, but there's enough to like where I'm still invested. If that makes sense. That's my opinion. I, I, like literally every Thursday turn on Paramount plus and I'm like, I don't want to watch this. You're like, why I am I doing to... this to myself? Like, but I have to because, like, we're going to talk about it and I want to be able to engage in the conversation. And then I put it on, and then, like, midway through, I'm like, God damn, why did I watch this stupid show? <laughs> well, let's let's switch I'm gears interested. then from a show that is not that. I'll tell you right now, if, in all honesty, if we weren't doing this podcast, you would have stopped watching the first episode, second episode, and after Quahan uh, breaks her handcuffs because she's the strongest person on the planet. Yeah, um, I would have been like, I'm <laughs> done with this show. I'm like, I'm not watching it anymore. That tantrum in the desert, I wanted to just. Oh my god, bro! How did she breaks her handcuffs? Out. She's a she's a ninety pound Asian chick. She breaks her handcuffs. Talk about though. Oh, what another what save! About? Sorry, I got distracted. Big save by Shazir. Yeah, no, nah, um, it does a big save. Just uh, speaking of the the producers of the show trying to piss us fans off, I feel like the fact they keep cutting back to Quahan is them kind of being like, I don't care what we're reading in the in the news and all that stuff. You're going to like her, damn it. We're going to put her in the center of the show. Because her whole storyline is just a waste. Every time you cut to her, it just grinds the entire oh. show to a halt, and I can't take it. So she's the worst character in the whole show. By far. Like, not even close. My thing is this, that. right? Okay. You gave us a compelling B story. Right? Not the what we're getting, but if you gave us a compelling B story that was good... And you left Master Chief in the helmet the whole time doing space battles, just showing up and doing space battles, right? Right. That show is way better than what we're getting. Yeah. 100%. And you had a compelling B story where, like, 
all these factions are warring over the artifact that they're trying to get. And it just cuts to Master Chief every episode, like coming in and saving the day or coming in and fighting the Covenant for something. Like I still think I still think I understand the the mentality behind Hollywood executives or studio executives, whatever, wanting to make these shows or movies about these heroes that people love. But there has to be an understanding that sometimes we want we like the hero because we don't know about them. Like it just makes it more interesting. And Master Chief is a good example. They could have given us another, maybe a person coming up from the Spartan program, focus the whole show on that person, and just have Master Chief as like a secondary character that maybe we learn a little bit about as the show goes on. Maybe he bonds with this new character or whatever. And it would have felt more like Halo. The fact that the show was supposed to focus on Master Chief and we keep cutting back to Quahan and, you know, the actor yeah. they chose is not that great and he keeps taking the helmet off and all kinds of stuff. Like, all that stuff just kind of makes you, almost like ruins it. You know what I mean? Let's go. Oh, Rangers just scored 4-3 with 3-10 left. Let's go. Are they, go. Are they allowing Let's that goal? Go. Let's go. That looked like a goalie interference, though. Oh. So. They're going to review that one. They didn't call it. No, no reps' hands are raised. So, anyway, let's get off Master Chief. First, everyone, let's say hi, Hall. I'm going to zoom in on one shot here. Let's say hi to his, uh, his, his camera partner. What's up? What's up, guys? I actually can't see one shot on my screen either. You can't you see have him? To, you have his what? video muted then. Who can't see one what? shot? I can't. Kind of shitty you have to about? unmute his video. Can there should be me? like a X or something. What did I just do? We got to talk about Moon Knight now. Oh. You'll talk about Moon Knight because there's a little bit of a, of a divert of train a dissection wreck, guys. here. Train wreck. There's a little bit of a dissection <laughs> here. I know Steve and I are enjoying the shit out of Moon Knight, but I, from what I understand, you guys, I oh, you are liking it. So Scythe, are you the one who's not? Right, so, get me. Right. Hold on, wait, we got it. We got it. Hold on, wait, wait, Zuplex. We got to give Scythe a chance here because according to your Facebook post, Scythe, I, I got the impression that you weren't a fan of Moon Knight, but you need to explain yourself. Here's my problem. I like Moon Knight. I like everything I'm seeing. The problem is the season is way too short with what they're giving us. We're not getting Moon Knight. It's a Moon Knight show. I've seen 20 minutes of Moon Knight at best. So is that... All the, be but that's all the best things that are happening in this show have been blackouts that we were not allowed to see. But so, <laughs> like, so that's not a we're problem. We're not getting anything. That's not a problem with Moon Knight. That's a problem with the whole what Disney Plus format. Because I think Scythe may have said, or Zooplex, you may have said it, I think, a week or two ago. The problem is with these shows, they're all stuck in this, like, six-episode format, and the pacing is it's all terrible. over the place. They they basically <laughs> they're trying to stretch a, a movie script into six hours. And there's a reason yeah. why movies don't last six hours in most cases. Like you can't, you just can't, you can't maintain yeah. the pacing but, that right. way. So here's my thing. Go ahead, Zuplex. The Mark Spector show is really good. Yeah. We're not getting a Moon Knight show. Exactly. <laughs> like we've exactly. Gotten, we've gotten you. a Mark Spector show, but exactly. what we're getting, what we're getting for that character. It's been great. amazing. I'm yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. They called the goal off. That's BS. That was oh not goal interference. Come on. That's a bad call. Anyway, sorry, Zuplex. Go ahead. I interrupted. Um, oh, That just completely deflated me. Yeah. <laughs> um, that and Steven. I'm so, I'm so flaccid right now. 
So he got pushed into the he got pushed into the goal. No, that's that's a bad call. So that's a bad call. Basically, like Oscar Isaac's amazing. He is like his acting is phenomenal in this show. He's playing this DID character with T. The little ticks, the little like differences that he's doing with each time he's a different a different identity. You know, um, I'm really enjoying the whole backstory of Mark Spector. Episode uh, was it five where we did the whole deep dive into his mother and everything like that. Yep, that was episode five. Yep, the last week. Absolutely, like gut wrenching. That was a that was a tough, a tough episode to get through. Like me emotionally, you know what I mean. Like I, I hate I hate like, seeing anything with kids, especially after having one of my own. It's like you know seeing somebody abuse a kid, all that kind of stuff, putting that kind of trauma yeah. on a kid. So it was it was kind of tough to to get through that episode. That for was sure. a great. That was a great, great acting performance. hundred percent, Isaac. 100%. It was insane. What I'm saying is we're getting stuff like that, which is which is amazing. Right. We're not getting Moon Knight. Yep, we're not. That's my biggest problem. We're not, and, and I'm. Ho- I guess. Uh, um, I can't disagree with that because you know we really are, we haven't seen Moon Knight, like the actual hero of Moon Knight, very much in the in this entire five hours so far. But uh, hopefully they make up for it in the I, next episode. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but I mean, maybe mind as much if be we had two more episodes. More. What's up, one shot? I said maybe season two will be more focused on the Moon Knight aspect of it. Maybe I, I mean hope so. maybe, we're, just, get, maybe a, we're getting it, the like origin story of Mark Spector out of the way, and then next season is going to be the action. origin of uh, Jake. Well, I, I, I do think we'll get. I do think you know. I try to justify it, and I am just kind of trying to come up with a reason to if I'm being per- like I'll admit it, but I'm trying to justify that it's an origin story. And if you look back at a lot of the origin stories in the MCU, even in the two hour movies, they go a long time before we get to see the hero as the you know the hero we know. However, to your point, Zuplex, it's a six-hour movie. So, getting the hero for forty-five minutes out of the entire season is not is no bueno. And I do hope oh, that at some point Disney changes their format and says it doesn't always have to be a six-episode thing. Maybe it could be three episodes. Maybe it could be eight episodes. It's- Whatever's gonna like really kind of um, what's the word like kind of benefit the story the best. You know what I mean? But it's not necessarily like-, like the episode number. That's that's like problem it's that okay you know you're doing six episodes right right the right. whole second episode right. is just giving us way more moon night mm-hmm. right second and third episode you could have just given us a lot more moon night and gotten away from you know and you still have a compelling backstory for mark right right, right? and well, they're 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 setting their own parameters of like it's going to be six episodes, okay? Because we want to we want to fit it in between this and Obi Wan, whatever, right? That's right. that's what makes it that's what makes this work. So let's write a six episode story arc. We're writing a nine episode story arc and trying to cram it into six episodes of space. That yeah, they I can see 100%. that. Hundred percent, I can see that. Which is that that's where like they've had this pacing problem with all of their shows, and a lot of it is due to. To, to budget and whatever else, like Captain Captain America Winter Soldier or, or Falcon Winter Soldier, whatever you want to call it, um, started off with this big, expensive flight battle scene and everything like that. And then we had three, four episodes of as the truck scene, 
it basically had three or four episodes of no action. Right. You know, right. Them just like just them figuring talking, stuff out, little talking and hiding here, a little action there. Yeah. The pacing was good in that show. Made a lot of sense, you know, because they had they had to investigate stuff. They were dealing with different storylines going off. It was acted very well. You know what show had great pacing? Loki for being for being. Well, yes, Loki, but. I feel like Hawkeye doesn't get as it much. It doesn't. It does not. I agree with you. No, yeah, I agree and, with you. And from beginning to end, I was invested on what they were t- trying to teach me or but, show me. You but know think about I mean? think about what Hawkeye did, though. The, the first two episodes, it was basically the relationship between Hawkeye and Kate. Episode three brings in Yelena. By at the end of episode four, we now know what happened to Yelena during the snap and why she's you know there trying to capture Hawkeye mm-hmm. and what her goal is. By episode yeah. five, you basically show you confirm that Kingpin is in the show, and you basically yeah. set up like what the major kind of a moment's going to be in the yeah, finale. They, uh, episode six, it, kept it all you plays wanting out. Wanting to see the next one, I do think. Yeah. I do think. I agree with you one hundred percent. Hawkeye, in my opinion, got the lowest ratings from what I understand as far as uh, people tuning in to see it or downloading it. Um, like, however, <laughs> Steve's getting attacked right now. However, um, I do think it's probably the best Disney Plus show overall. Because it just it just never it's felt slow. Hundred percent. I, I, I mean, I think Loki is still the best, but it's I think like my this. only problem with Loki is that it was too much setup for something in the future, which yeah. which is fine. I, you know, it's getting a yeah. season two, so who knows how much it ties into what's going on in the movies and for season two or whatever. But I will say though, with Moon Knight, I don't disagree about not seeing the character enough, um, or like I I agree that we're not seeing the character enough, but. I don't feel the pacing issues as much because I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying everything they're showing me. Oscar Isaac, I feel like, is just absolutely killing it, yeah, he's putting on a clinic, it. and it's just, you know, I'm that's enjoying all of it. That's what's making it so frustrating to me because, like, I'm loving what <laughs> I'm seeing. I'm just not seeing Moon Knight. Hold on, I, gotta, I just got to zoom in on uh, one shot again so we can see him and his boy. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I hear him on the mic. He's talking. He's joining. Yeah. It's his first podcast, Steve. <laughs> Welcome to the Theater Room Trainwreck Podcast. <laughs> um, what, member. One thing I don't like, and this is just more of like a nitpick, but and this is for Moon Knight in particular. I hate I hate when characters act act stupider than than they've been we've seen so far. And the the example I can give you is after Layla finds out after Layla finds out that uh, uh Mark was there when her father died or he was involved somehow. I can't stand that they stood there at the sarcophagus knowing that Harrow and his men are on the way. Yeah. She had to have that conversation. Bro, and they've shown every, her as a smart character that, so far. But right there, she's like, no. in like every show and movie possible. I know. And it's so frustrating. Conflict though. like that. It's so annoying. It's so frustrating because it's like it's so yeah. obvious what's going to happen. The moment, the moment she finds out, you just know she's going to go and talk to him. They won't be able to get away in time because she needs answers immediately. And then, yeah. you know, the villain's going to catch up. So that kind of stuff annoys me, and I hate when writers just kind of fall on those kind of tropes. But that's really my only real complaint about Moon Knight overall. I'm I'm enjoying it. My biggest thing that that we have is like we have one more episode left. Reportedly, it's the shortest finale episode out of any of the Disney Plus. Shows I read that at yeah. forty at forty two minutes. Yeah, I read that too. So no, how they wrap this whole thing up in a way that like makes us feel. Right. Satisfied. I don't think they can. I mean, think about what they got to do. They have to. They have to save Khonshu, essentially. 
they have to escape or Mark has to escape the underworld. Then yep. they have to catch up with Harrow, who I'm assuming is going to be physically going to be controlled by Amit, fight him or do whatever the big battle is going to be, and then trap Amit. A big battle should be like, its own episode. Like, I do, I do feel like they do need two more episodes, but I guess you know, we'll yeah, wait and 100%. see. I mean, the finale is they tomorrow, too so. much time and just they too much time. They, there is going to be an after back. I think, I but now Stevens is a part of the character in the comics, like, so I feel yeah. like you have to bring him back. Um, but then again, they never showed us the third personality where that they've clearly hinted at. So maybe they replaced Steven I with Jacob. He well, meant the third Moon personality back. at the end of the last episode. I'm sorry, uh, Zuplex. Had it different. I think we met we we met Jake Lockley for the first time at the end of the last episode. In in like the in heaven, he was trying to he was trying to stab in the insane asylum. Yeah. He was trying to stab with the triangle, like. Oh, I saw that. Thing. Yeah, does that quick Believe shot? That's Jake. Yeah, Zach's in changes, and so Oscar's been very good at like showing us. But then, what's the point of that? Personality is. But then my 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 response to that, I don't disagree because there that moment is like a different. There's a lot of different behaviors there, but what's the point of like showing it without you know just flat out saying this is the third personality again? To your point, when we're on episode five and we only have one more episode left. You know, but wouldn't that? What's up, Steve? Do you think it was a hint when uh, they were walking through and that other sarcophagus was a hundred percent? Yeah, rumbling around. When they had to let him out. Well, I I guess that'll that's that'll happen the next episode. The whole point of her saying you're not balancing the thing, you have to go back in and try to balance the the level or whatever. Right. When they went back into the hospital, like signifying, hey, go find Jake and become whole. And yeah, balance this thing out, but it went in some other, you know, mystical. Yeah, to be honest, it went in a much better direction. I think them delving deep into Mark's backstory and the death of his brother and the mom and all that stuff. I think that was uh, listen. Uh, Disney proved that they're they are willing to handle some much darker, darker themes. Uh, that whole episode, episode five, was probably the darkest theme wise, the darkest thing Disney has done. I mean, they've kind of they've kind of like hinted at some alcoholism with Tony. They've hinted at like some deeper things happening, but they've never really flat out shown it like that. I mean, hearing the mom Not flat like out that. blame her one son for the death of her other son, and you know, they basically showed everything besides her physically hitting him, even though they yeah. basically gave it to us. Um, they, they really, yeah. I mean, they really uh, uh, hammered home some of the dark stuff that's going on. So I do and think the reason why Steven even exists, yeah, to yeah. hide, block all that bad shit that was happening. Yeah, how fucked up was it? The, the, one, the I think the moment that hit me the most was when uh, Mark says to Steven when they're going through their thing, like you're not supposed to remember this. You're supposed to. You had a good mother and you lived a good yeah. life. I was like, man, yo, that's messed up to come to that realization, you know. Yeah. I mean, even that kid does like, have phenomenal acting too, though. Oh, 100%. That, that kid really did. Did. So, like, before Moon Knight came out, they, you know, Aggie was talking about how, you know, it's going to be darker than anything you've seen before. And we all kind of went with the whole, like, oh, Moon Knight's going to be kicking ass the whole time and blah, 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 blah. We're going to see some real violence this time. We never even oh. picked up no, on the fact they, that they like, blacked it out. <laughs> we never even picked up on the fact that like they could just be dealing with much darker yeah. themes than we've seen any of this stuff yet. yeah i'm still hoping that in the finale they uh release jacob and he just kind of goes berserk and so we see much him, they uh, need to do 
finale. We see him kind of murder some it's people. It's not a good. It's not a good. I'm gonna be disappointed. Already For anyone who uh, watches tomorrow, or you know, after the finale comes out, make sure you watch through the end credits because there is an end credit scene. They've already confirmed that. Which yeah, is basically what it follows that. the same thing as all the other Disney Plus shows. The last episode always has an end credit teaser for something that's coming. Um, Did read something today too that they um, they changed it from a series finale, yes, to a season finale. Yes, yeah, Scythex yeah. put that on the Facebook group on GGen, on GGen, and uh, that's an interesting thing because I mean I guess uh, maybe people are enjoying the show. It is breaking records from what I understand. It's getting the highest ratings for a Disney Plus Marvel show. So. Uh, yeah. You know, I guess that they're planning on maybe trying to write a new story and have him come back. Maybe in that season, yeah. they'll uh, like like one shot said they'll uh, actually give us Moon Knight for the majority of the show. I mean, I would hope so. Uh, that would irritate me to yeah. no end. I think I think it's this is a good thing to do it like this though because thinking about it like big picture style, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a Moon Knight movie, if you have Midnight Suns already emotionally invested in in moon knight yeah right oh yeah like once you debut them with like alongside blade and ghost rider now you're talking about like we don't have to waste time in those right. movies going through backstory and stuff 100 percent. go straight into these massive like adventures 100 percent. maybe that's maybe how they, they use these characters maybe they canceled the idea of having a moon knight movie and that's why they switched it to a season uh, season two, maybe, maybe, or or maybe they inst- they took a different character. Maybe Moon Knight was going to appear in maybe say Blade, and maybe they changed it to have him appear in this show that w- the w- Wolf Show, the Werewolf Show. Um, what the hell, Wolf by Night? I think it is. Special? Yeah, the Halloween special. Yeah, Wolf I by mean, Night. Wolf by Night. That's what it's called. I mean, they could they could do anything, right? It's their characters. Marvel knows what they're doing. So, um, just want to I just want to touch on two other things before we uh, end the podcast. We've been going for uh, an hour and fifteen minutes now. Um, did you guys happen to see the Weird Al Yankovic trailer? Yes, I did. I did. No. So Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> Harry Potter himself, and possibly Wolverine uh, plays Weird Al Yankovic, <clears throat> telling his life that. story and his the buildup of his career. I'm a big fan of Weird Al. The trailer looks silly as can be. Um, I will say Daniel Radcliffe does not look like Weird Al at all. I mean, he's like ripped like nobody can believe, and he's walking around with a shirt on. I don't really well, imagine. Weird Al back in the day was ripped. Was he? Weird Al back in the day was ripped. I'm going I'm to have to Google Weird Al. What is, is this like a movie about his life or something? Yeah, it's pretty much about his rise to fame. So I, I want to say it takes place in like oh, okay. the 80s, and it's when he released. Uh, yeah, it's when he when he released Like a Surgeon and. Um, uh, Eat It, I believe, was where he kind of started to really become popular. Apparently, it's produced it. by Roku. Yeah, it's a Roku really? movie. Weird Al was a consultant on the movie, and uh, I, I don't know what that means though for streaming wise. Is that going to be just free and just you know come right to a streaming service? Is it coming to theaters? Who okay. knows? But uh, Daniel Radcliffe, you got to give the guy credit, man. He spent all those years doing Harry Potter, and ever since then, he said, "I got the money. I don't need to worry about another big like, kind of tentpole blockbuster kind of movie. So I'm just going to do weird shit." And uh, he's lived up to that that theme. The trailer looks cool. I mean, you can look if you can find it online. It's just a teaser. It's only like a minute and a half. Yeah, um, I'll yeah. check it out. And then speaking of it, of another teaser, the Avatar Two, the Way of Water, I think it's called. 
uh, we all know how Cytex feels about it. <laughs> I mean, the t- the trailer didn't show you anything. It showed you a couple of Navi, a, no. co- a couple of avatars. I didn't and, even watch it. It was know. a trailer for a trailer. It was a trailer telling you that yeah. the full trailer is going to be at the beginning of Doctor Strange. So go right. see Doctor Strange. What's funny to me is that if they didn't <laughs> specifically call it the Avatar Way of Water or whatever it's called trailer, I would have thought it was like a, a trailer for some new Avatar 1 re-release. It looks exactly, you know, nothing changed. It looks exactly the same. But, looked like all footage from I'm, I'm kind of like Scythe, though. I feel like Avatar 1, super underrated, overrated movie. And uh, yeah. it's, it's been way too long for a sequel. If they came out with a sequel a few years later, then fine. But I don't even know how long it's been at this point. But, like, who gives a crap about this movie? We didn't need a single to Fern Gully. We don't need a sequel to Avatar. Right. Uh, James Cameron, he's the one. Same movie, bro. He he hates friggin' uh, he hates Marvel movies, so he's like, oh, I got to get my Avatar to beat them out. Yeah, he was upset that that uh, uh, Endgame. He's not beat out. out They work for the same company now. Don't buy Disney, bro. It's an ego thing. He needs to have the number one grossing movie of all time. He put Avatar back in theaters so it can overtake Endgame. That's how no. like crazy he was. Do you think he was? Like, I don't think it's going to. Do you think Another he was? Shot. No, Avatar one did. Yeah, he re- remember he re- like Endgame out he beat beat, uh, beat Avatar. So and he said, nee. I think he woke up one morning and was just like, fucking it, fucking Endgame, damn it, I hate this Marvel man, <laughs> And he call, and he called somebody and was like, we need to re-release Avatar. <laughs> And then they did it, and you know, release it, re-release it now. And then Kevin Feige, like a year later, was like, you know what? Send in the clowns. Let's, let's re-release Endgame. Let's kind of say fuck you. So yeah. And then the last, the last bit of news that I saw actually, I think it was yesterday. John Wick Four. There's been more information released. There's a, a yeah, little bit, yeah. a little more hints to the storyline. Looks like it's going to be another action-heavy movie. But I'm loving John. Oh, yeah. I love John Wick from beginning to end. And I'm actually excited for the show. If you don't know, there's actually a show coming out. That basically, it's not John Wick. It's telling. Continental. Yeah, it's called the Continental, and it's basically the story, or you know, the whole focus is building out this universe that he lives in, and that Continental Hotel where like they have all their own rules and they govern themselves. That show is supposed to come out to Paramount Plus, I believe. I don't know when because I mean, they haven't released a date, but I'm so I'm in for that, man. I, the whole I got some news. The also. whole thing is is just looks cool to me. Go ahead, Scythe. You could finish us off here. What's the news? Uh, I don't remember if you mentioned don't. Ghostbusters 2. Oh, you know yeah. what? I, I think I may have missed that one. Yeah, Ghostbusters 2, the yeah, sequel was announced. So Ghostbusters 2 was announced. Um, I, I can't wait for it because I love Afterlife. It was, it was I such, Afterlife. I still haven't seen Afterlife. Such a I don't know what's great... wrong with me. It has, it's not on any of the... Uh, uh... Gotta watch it. Gotta watch it, Chris. Like, Can I stream so it, though? So Is it on Paramount yet or what? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it's it on. might be. I gotta look um, for it. I, yeah, I, I definitely. Mean, we can do a reaction to it because I haven't watched it either. All right, so there let's, you go. let's do that then. That's a good no. idea. We can hit weird. Right now, the, the the little kid that plays uh, Egon's granddaughter mm-hmm. is phenomenal. She's such a good actress yeah. for a kid, man. It's it's crazy. It's wow. crazy. I've heard it's very good, so we we got to check that out, Steve. We'll have to find where we can stream it and watch it. Um, Definitely check it out because uh, then we can kind of dive into where uh, the story's going afterwards. Um, Maybe we'll do a special episode of the theater room. Yeah, uh, moving on from that, uh, Marvel News is Fantastic Four lost its director. Oh, that's yes. But I'm not that concerned with that. I, I, but there's you know. talk of maybe John Krasinski directing it. Yeah, but, original, he, but he's going to be in it, though. Uh, so. Planned Mr. Fantastic. He's, he's in it, though. It's Mr. Fantastic. I don't want him to direct it, then. 
Yeah. Um, I tell you what, though, he'd have a lot of screen time. But he, he's a good he, he's a good director, so I'm all for that. He and he's still trying I'll to make right a name now, for himself. You know, so. you know who my front runner for them um, for uh, directing it should be? Who? He's um, John Watts. No, no, no. John Watts is who uh, who walked away. Fired. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I got what the guy's name up now. Brad Bird. Oh, Brad Bird would he would he would knock it out of the park. Absolutely knock it out of the park. He already did it though. He already did Fantastic Four. He did two of them. I called Incredibles and Incredibles exactly. Two. So Let's give him the live action version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and give that guy. Know. You give that guy Fantastic Four. Come on, he it's, would it's knock genius. it out of the park for sure. I can't wait. What else? I you got anything else? And the, bring a Doctor Doom back in. Um, yeah, uh, I don't. Fast and Furious Ten. Oh, uh, Vin Diesel argued. I wrote, argued with the director yeah. and uh, he, tandem. Basically. He argued with the director that brought it to a billion dollar franchise. That this yeah. this is the ego of Vin Diesel. I love Vin Diesel. Yeah, uh, you know, and and, now, and you're seeing why The Rock said right, basically, fuck you. I ain't right. doing these movies. <laughs> right. I mean, Justin Lin is still a producer. Okay, I'm still going to see Fast X. I can't I'm, wait. Listen, I'm seeing all of it because I love I agree. every single one I agree. of the movies. It's it's silly popcorn just, flicks, but they're entertaining. The, the you see the background bullshit that Vin Diesel yeah. does to yeah. everybody. You know? Honestly, though, um, I won't be happy with with Fast X. Right, that's what they're calling it. I won't be happy with yeah. that movie unless they crash land on a planet and Jason X shows up and murders them all. <laughs> The, the crossover to end all crossovers. It's a Fast and Furious movie. Anything they're basically, uh, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. You can think of any wild bullshit. It's gonna yeah. happen. Fast and Furious. Yeah. I guarantee. And I love every second. I'm calling right now. We're gonna, love, we're gonna get a lightsaber did, uh, in the next one. What's up, Steve? Did, did Chris talk about his favorite uh, announcement of Venom and Three? Oh yeah, yeah. I talked about. Talked it. About he did it in the beginning. Yeah, they could. They're calling yeah, it Venom Three. Throw it in the trash. That's what they're calling it. Venom, um, Venom 3, but, worse uh, than garbage. That's what I heard. That's the subtitle. Yeah. What else is something we haven't talked about is Expendables 4. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. that's a big one because I'm a huge fan of the Expendables yeah. movies. I love all of them. Yeah. Getting Expendables 4, man. Like I can't believe I we're getting I want to know what straight-to-DVD action hero ex-MMA fighter is going to be in this one. I, I, can, uh, I cannot believe I we're getting home, They have the list out. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, hold on. We can pull I was looking at the other day. And pull it up real, real quick. quick uh to finish up fast and furious they're getting um the i forget the person's name the guy uh who directed the incredible hulk oh uh ang lee, ang lee? <laughs> no louis leterrier <laughs> yes we, we both said the same thing now louis leterrier <laughs> not ang lee don't do it to us again can you imagine <laughs> ang lee so listen no expendables forecast the this is according to imdb so let's see if this is correct Mickey Rourke, Sarah Stallone, obviously Jason Statham, Harrison Ford, which I know is he's going to be in it, Schwarzenegger, Wesley Snipes is coming back, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, Bruce Willis was going to be in it, but he's clearly he's not going to do that now. Yeah. Um, I, I'm seeing Liam Neeson is supposed to be in it, Terry Crews, Pierce Brosnan is supposed to be in this one. Fifty Cent. Oh yeah, Fifty Fifty <laughs> Cent, not Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. Tony Jaw. Tony Jaws in it. Yeah, well, that's good because Tony Jaws is a, is a badass and uh, he needs to be in this movie. I'm surprised he wasn't in him before. And Aiko Uwas? Yeah. Uh, whatever the, the guy, guy Snake Eyes. Not, not forget Snake Eyes. The guy from The Raid. Not Snake that Eyes. also in Snake Eyes. Yeah, but fuck Snake Eyes. G.I. Joe was horrible. Raid. The Raid was good. 
Raid One and Raid Redemption were, were fantastic. But he, those are him and, Ma- him and Tony Jaa are Megan some Fox. of the best martial artists on screen out there right now. So for them to be in the movie, we got to support that. Megan Fox is your female lead. Yeah, Ma- Megan Fox is ridiculous. I don't even really? know. Why she, I don't know why she's in that yeah. movie. As long as she doesn't bring Machine Gun Kelly, I'm fine with it. Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia is going to be in it. Andy Garcia, you know, is going to be the uh, the villain of the movie, and he's going to be a phenomenal Eddie, villain. Eddie Hall is going to be in it. I don't know. I don't know why he's the bodybuilder. Yeah, Eddie one that just fought if, uh, Thor. If you look it up, you'll you'll know who I'm talking about. If you'll know who I we're know talking who about, is. but uh, you know it's going to be Andy Garcia as the main bad guy, and Eddie Hall is going to be his like henchman, like you know, second in command, protecting his ass. I tell you, Amazing. I love those movies. I thought Expendables 3 was actually way better than uh, a lot of people uh, yeah, get credit Expendables for. Expendables is great. Listen, it's a good series. You know, we're not expecting Shakespeare when we go see an Expendables movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, it's not going to win the Oscars. We want to see shit blown up. We right. want to see one action-packed one-liners. I want to see uh, an 80-year-old Sylvester Stallone with veins popping out of his fucking forearms. Yeah. Ripping people's throats out. Every test and, uh, yeah. and steroid you could possibly yeah. imagine. Just be like, well, you know... Expendables. I still, I still think Expendables Two is the the peak of the series so far. The showdown with him and Van Dam at the end. Van Dam played a phenomenal villain. Uh, I, yeah, I'm excited absolutely. for this one. All right, boys. I, I've also heard that we're getting Creed Three. Yeah, well, they announced that a while I back. I think that. they just kind yeah. of, you know, with COVID and stuff, they had to kind of keep pushing it back, and they haven't released too much info. I bet you Sylvester Stallone Does wants he to do Clubber Lang's son. Is the question? I hope not. Again, I kind of want them to veer away from the Rocky movies. Let's like, you know, come up with some from our own storylines. Creed One was excellent because it didn't really connect to previous Rocky villains. You know, the yeah. the idea behind Creed Two, I enjoyed it and I was excited for it, but we don't need to keep revisiting that same well. Let's yeah. kind of move on. You know. Although, you know, I'll, I'll still see it because, it, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the Rockies and Creed, I think, are very good. So, you know. Creed's great. Yeah. I love Creed movies. So I'll, well, I'll still dude, see I, it. That first one was amazing. Yeah. From the edge. Sorry. <laughs> All right, boys. We're, we're going to hit an hour and a half. I'm going to I'm gonna call it. The Rangers are in <laughs> overtime. I want to focus on this overtime because otherwise I'm going to stop paying attention. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys for everyone who joined into the chat, Rampy and Super Nintendo. Make sure you bring uh, Steve to see the movie on Thursday. Fly Life, thanks for jumping in. Thanks for joining us. All you guys, thank you guys for jumping in with me too. And uh, if you haven't already, like and subscribe across the board. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, yep. uh, Twitter. I feel like I'm missing one. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing one. Um, also, keep an eye out. The po- this podcast, will the replay will go up on YouTube either tomorrow night or Thursday. And shortly after that, will be available on all the podcasting platforms. We really, really appreciate you guys watching, liking, subscribing, giving us your input, and, and kind of jumping into the chat with us. Keep an eye out for some new merch that uh, Scythex has promised us will be out this week. Coming. And, and, um, <laughs> and Multiverse uh, is this weekend. Multiverse well. of Madness is Thursday. We're going to do a deep dive on it. We usually give it about a week, and then we go full-blown spoilers. So try to see the movie. And if you have, jump into the chat and give us your opinion. We want to know what you guys think. Um, Are you doing it Thursday since that's Doctor Strange? Well, I'm going to see it at 9 p.m., so I'm not I'm not doing it Thursday. I'll wait till Tuesday. Yeah. I might do a quick review you, on TikTok. Were you asking but... me? Yeah I, was, yeah, I was asking you. Oh. I'm going to do it on Saturday, but I'm going to see the movie Thursday. Um, okay. Scythe, are you doing – is this weekend the uh, Multiversal Podcast? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay. That's what we're talking okay. about. So keep an eye out for that. That's uh, one of the other podcasts from the G-Gen group. And uh, yeah, 
thank you guys very much. GG. And yep. uh, let's go Rangers. And I will see you guys. Boy, let's go Rangers. Week.